Welcome to the Strategic Tech Coaching Podcast. And here's a little bit of a summer rant. A couple of months ago I did a spring rant and uh, time goes fast, so it's summer now. So l- some thoughts uh, from this summer and what is about to come this autumn. So first of all, I hope you had a great summer. and I hope you took some time to relax and rejuvenate, recharge the batteries. Uh, about... 70% of the listeners on the post, this podcast is not from Sweden. So uh, for those of you that are in Sweden, you know how it is in Sweden. The summer means that most businesses shut down. So if you're outside of Sweden, the, the summer is quite short here. So a lot of people tend to take their vacation in July and uh, beginning of August. So basically there's not much going on. You cannot. All the decision makers are somewhere on a summer holiday house or on the beach or somewhere so there's not much going on in the summer so it's very slow and that's a good time to rejuvenate think reflect charge the batteries so i wherever you are on this planet i hope you had the chance to do that as well because it's very important especially uh, during as it's been quite stressful i think for a lot of people during this last year if you've been following me you know that i had a quite stressful year with a lot of changes it started with Uh, moving from Dubai to Sweden and then also unfortunately my mom passed away last year so uh, yeah it was a lot of stress a lot of uh, uh, external factors that was uh, uh, quite hard and uh, which gave me and my wife plenty of opportunities to practice mental toughness practice dealing and overcoming tough situations practicing coming with initiatives when your whole business is crashing you have some great opportunities to learn from this. So yeah, just take those tough times and reframing it is something that uh, I think everyone should do. And uh, if you had some tough times, reframe it, take out the learnings, take out the key points that uh, uh, you can use for the future. So pick out the learning outcomes from those tough times. It's a great, uh, great opportunity. So wherever you are on this planet, I hope you had a great summer. As you may know, I've been doing a lot of keynotes for job seekers uh, in Sweden for the last couple of months. That was one of the longer consultancy gigs that uh, I did to uh, help uh, inspire and motivate uh, job seekers. So uh, when I was doing this, I I had to set up uh, a couple of new keynotes. I think I did uh, seven new keynotes. It was all about inspiration, motivation, mental toughness, uh, goal setting, different topics. Uh, and uh, also I had uh, two sessions about uh, trends, future trends and trend spotting. Uh, when I did that, I did a lot of research on you know, the job market, what's happening and you know, the future of work. And uh, in that research, I, uh, I listened to a, an episode with an American podcaster called James Altucher. He's one fairly big podcast in the US or one of the bigger ones. And he interviewed a guy called Jeff Wald who wrote a book called The End of Jobs where that talks about all these things and uh, I reached out to him to ask if he could be on my podcast and uh, he uh, we had a great interview and that was I think episode 85 uh, Jeff Walls The Future of Jobs if you haven't listened to that episode I recommend you to go and listen to it because it's quite interesting we go back in history and talk uh, about uh, the history of the labor market and all uh, how it was and let's say working in a factory like 100 and 150 years ago was not that nice you were working uh, six, 16 hours a day, six to seven days a week, and yeah, no, no regulations, and yeah, very, very tough times. So it's actually quite good times 
nowadays uh, if you live in the western world because yeah these things are regulated so. but if you haven't listened to that episode i recommend you to go back to that episode and uh, when i spoke to him he recommended uh, to me to uh, read the the imf report on the future of jobs uh, which you can download so uh, I, I i was going through that report and it, they mentioned the top 10 skills of 2025 so what will be needed what skills will be needed 2025 so uh, i was thinking we can talk about some of those skills uh, in this episode and uh, when i do my keynotes uh, i mainly have three like core topics one is about happiness at work engagement this is this the thing that my mother worked with in the 80s and the 90s so in this keynote is all about how companies can improve engagement at work and then i i have uh, two other ones that because when my mother did happiness at work in the 80s and 90s uh, two things didn't really exist at the time one was all these uh, new technologies like internet email uh, social media didn't exist at the time when she was working with happiness at work and another thing that at least didn't exist in sweden was that uh, organizations were uh, multicultural they were cross-culture uh, they were just like mostly swedish in the, those organizations and now those two things have changed so now we have a international uh, work environment also in sweden and uh, so those two topics i have added so first topic that i often train and uh, speak about is happiness at work second is cross-culture communication how you can improve culture competence in uh, uh, mixed organizations and the third one is of course my core topic the how strategic tech coaching and how rapid change is impacting us and what we can do about this so um, and when i do this about technology the strategic tech coaching keynotes i often say that it's impossible to say how the world will look like five to ten years from now and that's not how it used to be. Like 1,000 years ago, if my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, he was probably some kind of Viking, in least, at least in my fantasy, he was a strong Viking here in Sweden. Probably he was a farmer, but that's normally what I say. He was a strong Viking. So if he would go b- forward 5 to 10 years, he would know exactly what he would do 5 to 10 years from now. Let's say he was a farmer. He would do exactly the same thing 5 to 10 years from now. His kids, he would teach his, kid, his skills to his kids, and they would do exactly the same thing. But that's not how it is nowadays. If you look for, for look five years ahead or ten years ahead, it's impossible to say what technologies will be there and like how the world will look like. Like five years from now, there was no TikTokers, for example, which is a whole uh, industry. So yeah, it's impossible to say how the job market will look like five to ten years from now. But uh, there are things we can do, and one of those is develop those skills that we can assume will be needed. So we don't know exactly how the work will look like five to ten years from now, but we know what kind of skills will be necessary. Uh, and before we go on these uh, skills, I want to just mention one more thing. Health. Regardless of how the world will look like five to ten years from now, taking responsibility for your health is a key priority. And that is your physical health and your mental health. Uh, we saw that uh, during the pandemic, during COVID-19. For example, there's numbers now coming out that about 78% of the people that uh, were hospitalized by COVID were either obese or over heavily overweight. In This is numbers from the US. So we know that being obese or overweight is bad for you. Yet 40% of the Americans gain weight during the pandemic. So we know that it's not good to be overweight. And even though that information is out there, 
still people gained weight. And if that that happened to you, I mean, it's okay. It was tough times. We uh, a lot of people were scared, sitting at home, couldn't go to the gym. So you're not alone. But you need to take control of this. You need to take control of your health and do as much as possible as you can. And that is in the physical health and mental health. And physical tra- physical health, you know, it's comes down to many different things. But diet, exercise, breathing activities stretching yoga all these things and come up with a program it's so easy now there's so much information on youtube so even if you don't can't go to the gym you can still go to the gym on youtube and search for personal trainers and all this there's so so much information out there so and mental health of course this is even more important now in in times of rapid change it's stressful out there so yeah we need to have some form of mental training and this is quite new. Like 100 years ago, no one was doing physical training. There was not like even, yeah, no one was doing physical training. But we learned the last, yeah, I don't know, 50 years, the importance of physical training. Now, I think the next decade, we need to learn about the importance of mental training. Because our jobs are now uh, very much mental. And there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of uh, inputs all the time. There's a lot of, you know, social media, news, uh, 24-7, all this uh, that catches our attention. So we we need not only physical training, we also need some kind of mental training. Uh, and I work with uh, mental training from Professor Unestol. So if you listen to those episodes with Professor Unestol, uh, you know uh, a little bit about the history about mental training because he was the first one that used that term mental training. And he has a special sequence of mental training that is like it takes up to six months and you start with uh, muscular relaxation and then you go through other programs. And all these uh, programs will help you to feel and function better. You better control of your emotions and yeah there's so, so many positive benefits from going through this but and uh, if you have the opportunity to do that i really recommend and i have coaching programs uh, around this so if you're interested in this just uh, let me know you can drop me an email at oscar at strategic tech oscar with a k uh, and i'll tell you more about uh, my coaching programs that includes his method of mental training but yeah if you don't know uh, if you can't do his program just you can also do any kind of meditation mindfulness um some kind of so when i say mental training it's about training the inner processes it's about training your thoughts your emotions uh, these kind the inner processes uh, and uh, yeah so again you can go to youtube and just there's so much to learn from this so just search mindfulness or you know sam harris has a m- mindfulness program for example or this and there's a lot of apps around this but yeah i think we all need some kind of mental training in the in this day and age yeah, so that was <laughs> the first thing that, I mean, we know five five to ten years from now that this will be even more important, your own, your personal health and how to deal with stress and all these things. So, yeah, that's uh, as, much as, as much as you can take care of your personal health. And uh, so the, out of these top ten skills, I just picked uh, two. Um, and... Um, to start with those uh, one uh, one of them uh, they say is active learning and learning strategies this will be one of the skills of uh, 2025 that is uh, top 10 skills of work and because it's everything is happening so fast there's so much new things that are coming this will not slow down it will be the opposite it will actually go faster more people are coming online more people are learning and sharing across the world so the speed of change will just increase so you need to be a learner uh, and I have a, a one way of learning that I think uh, 
really makes sense and I've done a YouTube video on that uh, so if you go to strategic tech coaching YouTube channel uh, this one of the most popular videos I think it has up to 10,000 views now uh, and it's uh, my way of, of uh, learning and it's basically uh, using podcast using YouTube and using net time no extra time so when you go for a walk if you go have a commute or if you go shopping you can uh, listen to a, a podcast in your uh, commute and yeah so but I recommend you to watch that video because I have a lot of tips on uh, on how to use technology for learning so active learning and learning styles and this is one of the core principles of the strategic tech coaching concept I have seven main pillars and one of those main pillars is always be learning learning for life so in the old days you know it was enough to maybe take a university degree and then you can have a, a job for the rest of your life that's not the case anymore like you need to learn for life before I, I like to say that before learning for life was optional now learning for life is mandatory if you're listening to this I believe you like to learn which is good you continue learning uh, I personally have a big passion for learning and I've been thinking <laughs> where that need comes from because many times when we have these you know, like obsessions it's like a some kind of unfulfilled need and I think it comes from when I was maybe 12 13 I like to play chess and I was good at it I was like had some kind of talent and I grew up playing games so I was quite good at playing chess and then for Christmas my mom gave me a book on chess strategies to become a better chess player I read that book and even though I was good in chess my game improved significantly I become I became a much better chess player so it's like hmm, maybe there is something to to this you can actually take someone else's experience they have written a book about it and you can learn from that and use that experience and they'll take I mean this quote that if if I have come far it's because I've been standing on the shoulders of giants when someone has been playing chess for so many so many years and so much experience and then they write a book about their best strategies if you read that one of course you're going to become a better chess player and then I was like 15 16 I was starting to play billiards or pool and uh, same thing I got a I bought a book about strategies playing billiards and my game improved significantly <laughs> difficult word to say my game really improved I became a much better pool player or billiard player so yeah there is something like if someone has done something taken all that experience and put it into a book of course you can learn from that and come much further than that person because you take his experience and then you add your own experience to it so yeah learning is extremely important and if you have a passion for learning great future looks bright for you <laughs> if you don't if you don't really have a big passion for learning you can work with something I called JIT so just-in-time learning you analyze what skills you need at this point in time so just in time learning and then you brainstorm okay these three skills would be good if I learn the next coming months like or maybe I need to learn like uh, something about digital marketing or uh, improve my be become better at LinkedIn or something and you write down that as your priority for the next month and then you learn everything you can about what about LinkedIn that for that month so and yeah, I mean now when information is everywhere ignorance is a choice because yeah I mean you can just go to YouTube and search for LinkedIn learnings or and there's a lot of digital courses and sometimes also I think you should invest in courses because even though there's a lot of free material on LinkedIn uh, on YouTube uh, the best material is many times uh, the courses you pay for uh, for example I have my procrastinator eliminator that I now have on Udemy uh, which is about uh, taking action and getting things done 
So uh, that's a paid course, but I structured it over I think five weeks time, where you every week you go through and you learn, you know e- each week built on the previous week, and after five weeks you are much more productive than you were before. And of course that's a paid course. I mean I put some tips on YouTube, but the complete course, the complete structure is paid for, and I recommend you to invest in your own learning. Another skill that they talk about is creativity, originality and initiative. And I think it's quite funny that they put these together, but yeah, anyway. So creativity, being creative. So maybe AI and robots will replace a lot of things, but creativity is something that as humans, it will take some time before AI can (laughs) replace us with this. And uh, so we need to develop our creative abilities. And uh, a couple of years ago, I read a book called The Medici Effect by a guy called Franz Johansson. I think it's quite old now, maybe 15 years old, but really interesting book about innovation and creativity. A Swedish Swedish guy, I believe he lives in the US now. But, uh, and he talks about that all good ideas are in the intersection between other, uh, between uh, different fields. So uh, I think yeah, the Medici effect came from you know Florence when all these uh, thinkers were in Florence because of the Medici family. There were uh, so a lot of people came and there was d- uh, interactions between the arts and you know the engineers and so you know many different fields combined. That that's how you create new things. So based on that, it can be good to learn a little about many different things. So if you have a real deep passion into something. Let's say you're really into horse riding, horseback riding, and you know everything about horses and I don't know, like you're really into horseback riding. Try to find another topic and just spend some time learning about that topic and see what you can, like is there anything that overlaps? Like maybe start learning about martial arts and like buy a magazine on martial arts and go into the communities and learn about martial arts and just see yeah it just opens up new perspectives so knowing a little bit about many different things helps with innovation and creativity and in the Medici effect he also talks about uh, traveling like uh, going to different parts of the world and see how they do it there and you know this opens uh, opens your mind to creativity and also of course uh, since this is one of the top skills of the 2025 uh, learn about this also by listening to podcasts on YouTube like how to become more creative you can search for after you listen to this uh, episode so yeah creativity will be one of those skills that are is going to be needed in 2025 regardless of what technologies we have so that's one of those factors that are that are fixed we know that that's an important skill of the future so another of these skills was uh, resilience, stress, stress tolerance and flexibility. And I talked a little bit about the importance of mental training already. So yeah, resilience and stress tolerance and flexibility. Don't you don't <laughs> I don't think it's going to be less stressful in the future. The opposite is going to be even more stressful than this. So we had a lot of changes now with the pandemic and uh, the covid and so this will just continue to happen. Like suddenly you need to reskill yourself completely. Uh, so learning how to deal with this the best possible way will be a skill of 2025. Being flexible, being adaptable, understanding that, okay, yeah, now uh, something happened and my job will be replaced and I have to learn something new from scratch again. Uh, that can be quite stressful. So 
Learning to deal with resilience and stress and rapid change is also one of those skills that's going to be needed in 2025. And yeah, mental training is one of those ways that you can better deal with this. So That was uh, just three of those ten skills. And uh, the other ones uh, I'm not going to dig into now, but maybe in a future episode. And yeah, and the coming months uh, will be interesting to see what happens with the world. So yeah, there's the Delta variant sp- spreading at the moment, also in Sweden, and there's a lot of talks about vaccine. But again, the most important thing is to take care of your own health. Take care of your immune system. Build build the immune system. Take those C vitamins and D vitamins and eat healthy and learn to let go of stressful emotions, meditate, all these things. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about the coming months. I have a lot of interesting projects coming up. A couple of training projects, uh, cross-culture, and also a couple of trips booked. So yeah, it's going to be interesting the, the rest of 2021. And I hope you, 2021 will end in a good way for you and for me, wherever you are in the world. And yeah, I hope to see you somewhere in the world one day. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>